Lord, we, uh, it's good to be back. Uh, we went to Fort Worth Conference this week and had a great time in the Lord. Amen. Had a wonderful time uh, in the Lord's presence and hearing the Word of God and spending time fellowshipping. But it's good to be back home. Amen. And I noticed when we got back home, they had made a little progress on the new church. Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on. So that was, it's exciting to see as they're putting that shell up. And, but uh, anyways, it's good to be in the house, Lord. If you have your Bibles, let's go ahead and open up this morning to the book of Daniel. Uh, Daniel this morning, and we're going to start in the 10th chapter of Daniel. The 10th chapter of Daniel, starting in verse 1. The 10th chapter of Daniel in starting in verse 1 this morning. And I, I know a, a lot of you have heard me lately uh, speaking a lot on vision. And I'm going to talk a little bit about vision again today. You heard me share about vision on New Year's Eve. You heard me share, for those of you that heard in the conference, I preached on vision. Amen. But I'm, I'm going to carry over into that a little bit today. I believe God is trying to, to speak something specifically to us as the church in preparation for this year, in preparation for what he wants to do in, in and through our lives uh, over the course of this uh, next season. And so let's go ahead and look in Daniel chapter 10 and verse 1, and uh, starting in, in word 1, and the word of the reads, he says, In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a message was revealed to Daniel, who was named Belteshazzar. And the message was true and one of great conflict, but he understood the message and had an understanding of the vision. In those days, I, Daniel, had been mourning for three entire weeks. I did not eat any tasty food, nor did I use any ointment at all until the entire three weeks were completed? And on the 24th day of the first month, while I was by the bank of the great river, that is the Tigris, I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, there was a certain man dressed in linen, whose waist was girded with a belt of pure gold of upaz. His body also was like barrel, his face had the appearance of lightning, and his eyes were like flaming torches, his arms and his feet like the gleam of polished bronze, and the sound of his words like the sound of a tumult. Now I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, and while the men who were with me did not see the vision, nevertheless a great dread fell on them, and they ran away to hide themselves. And so I was left alone and saw this great vision, yet no strength was left in me, for my natural color turned to a deathly pale, and I retained no strength. But I heard the sound of his words, and as soon as I heard the sound of his words, I fell into a deep sleep on my face and with my face to the ground, and then behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. And he said to me, O Daniel, man of high esteem, understand the words that I am about to tell you and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. 
And when he had spoken this word to him, I stood up trembling. And then he said to me, do not be afraid. Somebody say, do not be afraid. He said, do not be afraid, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart on understanding this and on the humbling yourself before God, your, your words were heard. And I have come in response to your words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia was withstanding me for 21 days. And then behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. For I had been left there with the kings of Persia. Amen. So let me pray as we get started this morning. Father, we just come to you today in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you for this time together. We thank you for this year. And we thank you, God, for the momentum that's going to be developed in our lives. And, Father, we thank you that we're going to fall deeper in love with you, God, and know you even greater and more personally and more intimately, God. And, Father, that we're going to be effective, God, in just uh, every area of our life, Father, due to you, my King. As we seek first your kingdom, we seek first your righteousness, Lord God. And we know that everything shall follow, my King. And so, Father, I thank you for that today, my Lord. Father, just anoint this time. Just speak to us, Lord. Speak to us what you have today. Father, I thank you and I praise you. I ask you to forgive us for our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would give the Lord a hand, praise in this house this morning. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. And so we've been speaking a little bit uh, on a series, and the series has been Fix Your Focus, amen? And God gave me that, uh, that sermon series topic uh, at the beginning of this year. In fact, he gave it to me before I knew that, uh, that uh, another uh, pastor, uh, what's his name, uh, Furtick, had preached something, but this is, this is what God gave us, Amen. And so I want to talk to you about fix your focus, but in last week, uh, Zechariah had spoke uh, about uh, focus on the progress, amen? Focus on the progress, but this morning, I want to talk to you about focus on the vision. Focus on the vision. And as we look here in Daniel, I want to kind of give you a little background on what's going on right here. Daniel, amen, is at a point in his life where he's really bothered he's upset amen he's grieved because he's seen the condition of the the children of god he's seen their condition when they're in babylonian captivity amen and it's beginning to mourn him amen it's it's beginning to weigh on him and up and create him to be upset and 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 and, and we begin to see this transpire right here because he sees their condition he sees the situation that's taking place, amen, and it begins to bother him. Has anybody ever had any situations that are in their life or maybe around their life and the people in their life and it just starts weighing on you, amen? It just kind of takes a toll on you, you know? Maybe it's your loved ones and the condition that they're in, amen? Or maybe it's, you know, something that's going on in your life. Maybe it's just a challenging season for you that you're dealing with, amen? Everybody ever dealt with a difficult season before, Amen. Praise the Lord. You serve God for a little while. You'll come and experience a couple of difficult seasons. Amen. But right here, amen, that's what's taking place. He's going through this time of, of difficulty. Amen. But God, amen, begins to move in a mighty way. And, and I, I want to kind of bring you all up to speed. We, uh, you know, we have invited the church into a corporate fast. Amen. We've invited the church into a, a corporate fast of 21 days. 
And uh, we, we really, we had started yesterday, but if you, if you didn't know about it or you didn't start, you're welcome to start. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so you can start today. You can start tomorrow. Amen. But, you know, if God puts it on your heart, you just need to start. Amen. And so here we are. We see this right here, where, which is taking place in Daniel's life. Amen. But God begins to show up. But it says here in verse 2, if you'll go there with me for just a moment. <clears throat> He says, in those days, I, Daniel, had been mourning for three entire weeks. Amen. He had these three weeks where he was just mourning over the condition, amen, of the people of God. He says, I did not eat any tasty foods, nor did I, nor, uh, nor did meat or wine enter my mouth. Nor did I use any ointment at all until the entire three weeks were completed. And that's, that's where we get that Daniel's fast from, amen, that 21-day fast that, amen, he wasn't, in, he wasn't partaking in any delicacies, amen. He was, he was refraining from meat. The Bible says he refrained from wine, amen, and, and, and he refrained from all these various things, and, 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 but he did it for a specific purpose, amen, and he goes on to say here in verse 4, and on the 24th day... Of the first month while I was by the bank of the great river, that is the Tigris, he said, I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, there was a certain man dressed in linen whose waist was girded with a belt of pure gold of Uphez. And he says here, his body also was like beryl, and his face had the appearance of lightning, and his eyes were like flaming torches, and his arms and feet like the gleam of polished bronze, and the sound of the words like the sound of a tumult, amen. And he says right here in verse 7, now I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, right? Okay, so I want to stop right there for just a moment. Okay, Daniel went ahead and he took this time and he says, you know what? I'm, I'm grieved over this situation. This, this is a very challenging situation to sit here and, and watch. I'm mourning over their condition. And he begins to go into a position where he can begin to draw, amen, closer to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, Amen. He begins to seek the face of God and mourn concerning this situation. Amen. And I don't know about you, but uh, you, you know, you, many of you said that you've been in a situation like that before. Maybe you're going through a situation like that right now. Amen. But here he is. He goes through this uh, fasting, this time of fasting. Amen. And, and God begins to show up and God begins to give him a vision. Amen. And the vision that God gives him, amen, is actually a vision of what would begin to take place in the future considering the people of God. Now, right here, they were in bondage. They were in exile. They were in, in, in you know, they were, uh, you know, they were, they were under, under the control of the Babylonians, but God began to show him what he was going to do in the future concerning their lives. Can I get an amen? God began to illuminate to him, amen, what was going to begin to take place. Come on, somebody. Amen. He began to show them that he was going to make a way even where it seemed like there was no way, amen. It seemed like he began to show him how he was going to open up doors, amen, how he was going to begin to move in a mighty way, how he was going to set them free. Come on, somebody. Amen. And begin, amen, to do what he wanted to do in their lives. The Bible says that he began to give him a vision. Somebody say a vision. vision. See, there's something about it, amen, when God gives you a vision, amen, God begins to show you what he's going to do. Come on, somebody, amen. It allows your current situation 
to be a whole lot more manageable. Come on, somebody. Are y'all with me today? You know, I had preached that in the conference, and I spoke about how vision motivates you. It'll motivate you even in a time, amen, where everything looks contrary, amen, to what, 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 what's going on. Are y'all with me today? It will motivate you. And that's what began to take place right here. That's what began to take place in the life of Daniel. Amen. And, and, and he, he began to see this. You know, and, and if we look right there in verse 7, I want you to look there for just a moment. He said, now I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. While the men who were with me did not see the vision. Hello. Now, now I'm going to tell you right there, that could be a, a bad spot, right? In fact, the Bible says, right? The Bible says that without vision, we what? We perish. The Bible says without vision, we go unrestrained. Amen. I want to give you a quick example of a situation where some men kind of lost vision for just a moment. I don't know if y'all are familiar, amen, with the disciples, amen, when Jesus had gone to the cross of Calvary, he had been crucified upon the cross. He had been buried in the tomb, praise the Lord, and, and they weren't quite aware, amen, that he was going to be resurrected. Are y'all with me today? But you remember that they were, they, these are men that were serving God. They were walking with God. They were doing the will of God, amen. They were right there with Jesus. And then all of a sudden, they found this out, this news, and what did they do? They began to go back to what they knew before, amen. They began to go back, amen, to fishing, didn't they? And sometimes whenever you and I, if we don't have a vision concerning our life, amen, when we don't have vision, we begin to go unrestrained. Amen. We begin to perish from the will of God that's for our lives. Hello, somebody. Amen. And we begin to fall off concerning what God is wanting to do. Sometimes we go back to what we were comfortable with or what we knew. Hello, somebody. See, it's important that you and I have a vision. Amen. That's, amen. Not just a vision that we have for ourselves, but a vision that's coming from God concerning our lives. Are y'all with me today? And we're about to go into this 21-day fast, and this is a time where you can begin to ask God to show you a vision concerning your life, amen, a vision concerning your family, a vision concerning your future for what God has for your life. Are y'all with me today? And I believe if you do that wholeheartedly, I believe God's going to begin to show you some things for this coming year. Are y'all with me today? Or this coming season in your life. Somebody say, give me vision, Lord. And that's what used to, I'm glad y'all are fired up this morning. Praise God. But he said right there, he said, amen, Daniel saw the vision, but the men who were with him, they didn't see the vision. And look what happened. Nevertheless, a great dread fell on them. And they ran away to hide themselves. You know, sometimes when we don't have a vision, it's going to create us to run away, amen, from what God is wanting to do in our lives. Are y'all with me today? Or sometimes it creates us to go into what we want to do versus what God wants to do. Are y'all following me this morning? Now, I want to go to a scripture, amen, in Habakkuk this morning, in chapter 2 and verse 1, and you ought to be familiar with it. And as he puts it on the screen, he says this. He says, I will stand on my guard post and station myself on the rampart. And I will keep watch to see what he will speak to me. And I may reply when I am reproved. Amen. And then the Lord answered me and said, record the vision 
and inscribe it on tablets that the one who reads it, amen, it may run, may run. For the vision is yet for the appointed time. Somebody say the appointed time. It hastens towards the goal and it will not fail, though it tarries, wait for it. Somebody say wait for it. For it will certainly come and it will not delay. Behold, as for the proud one, his soul is not right within him, but the righteous. Somebody say the righteous. But the righteous will live by faith. Come on, somebody. Are y'all with me today? And so, and so we, we're, we're talking about vision and we're talking about focusing on the vision. I want you guys to begin to focus in on the vision, amen, over the course of these next couple of weeks, amen, and over the course of these next couple of months concerning what God has for your life, praise the Lord, amen. I want you to really de- search deep, praise the Lord. I want you to really press in, amen, and really get with God and ask God to show you what it is that he has. Come on, somebody, because that's the very thing that's going to help you push forward amen in order to accomplish what God has praise the Lord I've seen people that walk amen away from what God has because they have lost sight of the vision concerning their life are y'all with me today somebody say God is good so we need to focus in on the vision you know in that scripture I was reading in Proverbs 29 and 18 this is what the amplified version says He says, where there is no vision, no redemptive revelations of God. Amen. Amen. He says, the people perish. We we need revelation from God. Come on, somebody. We need a fresh revelation from God. He says, but he that keeps the law of God, which includes that of man, he says, blessed, happy, fortunate, and inviolable is he. Are y'all with me? Now, I want you to think about this because in life, saints, look. In life, what you see is what you get. Come on. What, what you see is what you get. And, and on the flip side of that, what you can't see, you can hardly get. Now, now we speak about that in another term and we say, if you can see it, you can seize it. If you can see it. You can seize it. If you can see it, you can have it. Come on, somebody. Are y'all with me today? You know, that takes me back to the beginning of me as a young Christian. And and, and God sent a prophet from South Africa to come and minister. Amen. And he began to speak vision over my life and over the ministry and over the men and women of God. And he began to speak this. And I, I, I whenever I it bear witness with my spirit, and, and I could begin to see it taking place. Are y'all with me today? I could begin to see it taking place. And as a result, amen, I I was able to seize it. It looked impossible concerning what was around us. It looked like there was no hope. There was was not just some, you know, just some avenue that it was just automatically noticeably going to come through. It was going to have to come through God. Are y'all with me today? But I could see it in my life. Are y'all with me today? You know, that kind of reminds me like of the church we're building right now. Some of you have been hearing me talk about this church for years, haven't you? Some of you got to the point where you were like, oh, God, here goes Pastor again talking about this church building. He told us about that back in 17. He told us about it in 18. You know, he's telling us about it in 19. And now he's, amen. Are y'all with me today? Come on. But when I, when I, when I was out there jogging, you know, and, 
Yeah, I, 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 sometimes I jog every once in a while, really slow. But anyways, I was out there exercising, and, and I stopped right there in that spot, amen, on that land. And I began to say, God, God, I'm believing you that you're going to build a church building right here in this spot, right here on this property. For your honor and your glory, amen. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't have the resources to do it, amen. But I know that you can do it, my king. So God, I thank you right now, amen, for this vision beginning to come forth in our lives. Come on, somebody. And that vision began to create some motivation. Come on now. It began to motivate us, amen, in order to be able to seek where God is wanting to provide and move in this situation. Are y'all with me today? But I could see it. Amen. I could see it. And as a result, amen, I could get it. Come on now. Are y'all with me today? And that same principle is the same for each and every one of you in your life concerning what God wants to do in your life. Come on now. You know, there was years and years where my prayer, I don't pray to God for a whole lot. Amen. As far as, you know, I pray for other people, but I don't pray for myself a whole lot. Amen. But I would pray for God. One thing I prayed for is that my family would serve God. Amen. And, 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 you know, that they would serve God, that they would, that they would find their place in the kingdom, that they would find their, their calling and their role, and that they would serve and they would desire to serve. Praise the Lord. And, and I didn't, some of that stuff I didn't have, see anywhere in sight. Amen. The things of God were not even appealing to my kids as, you know, in certain aspects. Are y'all with me today? But I had this vision, and I could believe God for it. Amen. And I stood on that. Come on, somebody. And how many of y'all know God's beginning to bring it, amen, to fruition in my life? So it takes us being able to see it. Praise God. Now, I want to share with you a scripture real quick out of Genesis chapter 13 and verse 14. Amen. And right here, God begin to give Abram, amen, he began to, to speak vision to him concerning uh, what he was going to do in his life. He said, the Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward, for all the land which you see, come on somebody, amen, All of the land for what you see. All for your life that you see. Come on. And it may look completely contrary. Come on. You know, it may look impossible. Thank you, Jesus. With man, it's impossible. With God, all things are possible. I like the impossible. Come on now. Because that means God's the one that's going to have to move in the impossible. If it's possible, then I can get involved and I can try to manipulate it and I can try to make it work. But when it's impossible, that's when God has to begin to show up and show out. And that's when God will move in your life. You need to get to a point where you like the impossible. Come on, somebody. You know, it's called living by faith. Hello. It's the impossible. Are y'all with me today? So anyways, he says, for the land which you see... I will give it to you and to your descendants forevermore. Come on. He says, I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to give it to your descendants. Come on. Hello. Yeah, it's real good, ain't it? Somebody needs to get excited up in here. For all the land which you see, you know, tell your neighbor right here, tell him, say, what do you see? What do you see? 
what do you see? Yeah. I don't know about you, but I, I see success. Come on, somebody. I, I see increase. Come on, somebody. I see greatness. Amen. I see prosperity. Come on, coming forth. Amen. Are y'all with me today? You know, another occasion was in Genesis uh, chapter 15. Amen. And I'm going to read you specifically in verse 5, if you'll put that up there, 15 and 5. And right here, God wanted to give Abram a, a great child, right? And, and he said to this to him in verse 5, he said, and he took him outside and said, now look. Somebody say, look. look. He said, now look towards the heavens. Come on. See, you got to make sure you're looking, but you got to make sure you're looking in the right place. <laughs> he said, look towards the heavens and count the stars. And if you're able to count them, and he said to him, so shall your descendants be. Come on now. So, so what you cannot see for yourself in the nearest future, amen, you can hardly come by. But God works with the vision, amen, that God has given you that you have for your life, right? In other words, all great achievers in life, right, are people of vision. No one's ever become uh, worthwhile or worth celebrating without uh, the, the symbol of a great vision, right? People fail and they become frustrated in life because they lack the vital element of vision, which brings success and it brings happiness in their life. Can I get an amen? amen? He says, without vision, the people perish, but the one that keeps the law will be happy. Come on, somebody. He will be blessed. He will be successful. Are y'all with me today? God is good. So in other words, it says this. It says that vision is highly essential for survival. If you're going to make it in this race, come on. I, I want you to think back to Daniel for a moment. Daniel was in a really, everything was really bad around him. Hello. The people around him that he cared about were in bondage. They were in bondage. Hello. It was a tough spot. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. But let's look at verse 4 in chapter 10. Daniel. He said, on the 24th day of the first month... While I was by the bank of the great river, that is the Tigris, he said, I lifted my eyes and looked. Uh, there, <laughs> and behold, there was a certain man dressed. He, see, sometimes, look, over the course of these next 21 days and over the course of the future in your life, you and I are going to have to be men and women that are looking for what God is wanting to do in our life. In other words, we've got to be people that are uh, uh, awake. We've got to be people that are aware. We've got to be people that are looking to God for what it is that he wants to show us in our life. You've got to be looking 
That's one thing you saw in all those scriptures. They were looking. Psalms 24 and 7 says, lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. When you're looking, when you're lifting your head, praise the Lord. Amen. Are y'all with me today? You've got to look. You've got to lift it. Habakkuk 2 and 1 says, I will stand upon my watch and I will set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me. Come on, somebody. Amen. In other words, you've got to be intentionally looking and listening and watching what it is that God wants to show you in your life going forth. Amen. And if you're not looking to heaven, come on, somebody. You can't look, amen, within your own desire. You have to look at what God has for you. But when you're looking to heaven for what God has, amen, God's going to begin to show you some great and mighty things for your life. Can I get an amen? But it's going to take you looking through spiritual eyes. You're not going to be able to look through the flesh. Come on, somebody. You're not going to be able to walk through this next year in the flesh and be able to receive and see what it is that God has for your life. Can I get an amen? Hello. Because you're going to find yourself, amen, like those men. You're not going to be able to see. And that means we have to make sure that we don't create things that are going to hinder us from seeing. Like sin. Amen. 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 You know, when, when, we, when we're caught up in sin, it blinds us from being able to see what God's wanting to show us. Are y'all with me today? Thank you, Lord. Somebody say God is good. Luke 21 and 25. Let's put that up there real quick, please. We're talking about focusing in on the vision. Focusing in on the vision that God has for you. We got to fix our focus. Sometimes we're focused on everything else. We're focused on what we want. We're focused on what somebody else wants. It's time to focus on what God wants. Can I get an amen? He says, there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars... And on the earth, dismay among nations, in perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves. Men fainting from fear and the expectation of the things which are coming upon the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Next verse. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Amen. Verse 28. But when these things begin to take place, look at this. When these things begin to take place, straighten up, lift up your head. Somebody say, lift up your head. Because your redemption is drawing near. In other words, when this takes place, you don't want to be having your head down like this. Amen. Looking at everything that you don't need to be looking at. Hello, somebody. Or you don't need to be looking all over here and all over there, praise God. You need to be looking up at God, seeing what God is fixing to do, because your redemption draws near. Can I get an amen? But how many of y'all know if you're not looking up to him, amen, you're going to find yourself being one of those that's fainting, that's falling away, amen, that's walking away from, amen, what God has. He said there's going to be a great falling away. He says that the love of many will wax cold, praise God. 
Amen. But when you got your eyes fixed on Jesus, when you fixed your focus, praise the Lord. Amen. When you're focused on the vision that God has, amen, you're going to get excited because you're going to know, guess what? My, my redemption draws nigh. Come on. Because my heart is in heaven, like that song says. My heart's with heaven. Come on. Amen. Where's your heart today? I don't know about you, but for 2020, I want my heart to be with heaven. My heart's in heaven. Praise the Lord. I enjoy being here with you. I love serving. I love being a pastor. I love preaching the word. But my heart's in heaven if you want to know where it's at. The good thing is, is that we can bring heaven to earth. Come on, somebody. Amen. Through the power of the Holy Ghost. Through getting in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Are y'all with me today? But I want you to realize the vision, amen, vision needs a vessel. It needs a vessel. Come on now. And if you're not willing to be the vessel that the visionary who is God, amen, will have, then he's going to find another vessel to produce that vision. Are y'all with me today? Somebody said, tell your neighbor, don't let him pass you up. Come on. See, you got to have a vision in a way where, you know, somebody can see it in your life. If somebody was to come here and they were to come to Victory Life and they were to look around and see what's going on, I don't even have to tell them what the vision of the ministry or the church is. Amen. They'd say, oh, your vision must be to reach. Come on, you're reaching souls. Amen. Unbelievers, you're reaching people that aren't saved. Come on, you're reaching the backslider. Hello, somebody. Oh, your, your, your vision must be to teach. Come on. You're teaching people the gospel of Jesus Christ, training them up in the ways of the Lord so that whenever they leave, they won't depart. Come on, somebody. Your, your, your vision must be to mend because you're mending together families, amen, and relationships in such a way, amen, where people, amen, can come back together and be effective in the way that God's called them. And your, and your vision is to sin, praise the Lord, because you've got other campuses where God is moving. Come on, somebody. Amen. And they're going to see that our vision is not, not just to have restoration homes, but also to have churches and drop-in centers. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say, God is good. See, that was a heavenly vision. And we, we caught that vision. Are y'all following me today? But vision, it, it, means a, a, it needs a vessel. Amen? Amen? It needs a vessel. And, you know, and God is good, amen? Thank you, Lord. The Lord is good. You know, we, we just want to make sure that we're, we're working for the right vision. And what I mean by that is we've got to make sure, saints, that we're not working for our own vision. Or a vision that brings validation from men. But a vision that brings validation from God. Are you all with me today? It needs to bring validation from God. The Bible says that if God is pleased with you, men will be at peace with you too. Come on, somebody. Are y'all with me today? What is it in your life, amen, that brings validation to God? 
Are y'all with me today? In other words, I don't just love and treat my wife properly because it's important to look right for you guys as the pastor of this church, even though that's very important. Praise the Lord. Amen. By the way, we're not perfect. But anyways, it's not just for that purpose. Amen. But it's for the purpose, amen, of having validation to God and glorifying God. Come on, somebody. And loving her like Christ loved the church. Because I want validation from him, my heavenly father, my creator. Are y'all with me today? Amen. And that motivates me to do it. Yeah, I love her. And I told her, I said, man, 2019 was more about me falling deeper and deeper in love with you, Heather. Come on now. And I said, 2020 is going to be about falling more and deeply in love with Jesus. Come on, somebody. Are y'all with me today? And I don't know what 2019 was for you and 2020 is for you. Praise the Lord. But I hope it's falling deeper and deeper in love with Jesus. Come on, somebody. Are y'all with me today? You know, and it's going to make it easier to fall in love with Jesus whenever, you know what I'm saying? I'm Because I don't have stuff hindering my prayers. Amen? Amen. As much. <laughs> I didn't say I arrived. <laughs> I still have to live a life of repentance too. Amen? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Praise the Lord. Go back to Habakkuk real quick as we get ready to close. Chapter 2. Let's look at verse 2. You're doing a great job, by the way. Amen. Amen. We hate that you're going to have to go visit Fort Worth for a little while. We love you. But this is your home. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Your home is in heaven, but, you know, this is like your temporary home. (laughs) Look at this. Then the Lord answered me and said, look at this, because this is going to be crucial for you over the course of this next next time. Then the Lord answered me and said, record the vision. Now, look, inscribe it on tablets. Now, now as you're praying, as you're seeking God over the course of this next uh, however long, next, you know, time frame, 21 days or whatever. Amen. You know, I don't know about you. I can't remember everything. And so it's important for us that when God begins to show us these things, that we write it down. If God has already showed it to you, you need to write it down. I got a whole list of things, amen, that I'm praying for and believing God and asking God to show me, amen, over the course of this next, uh, this next couple of months. Are y'all with me today? And, I'm, and I'm, I don't have a horrible memory. I'm writing them down. I'm writing them down. I'm writing them. When God says, amen, writing them down, writing them down. But we need to begin to record it. We need to write it down. Amen. That, so that the one that reads it, amen, may run. Now, guess what? That, that not only includes somebody else. Like we have the division here, reach, teach, mend, and send. Amen. Or for the home, you know. To, to, you know, we have the vision. Amen. To make disciples. Amen. So forth and so on. But, you know, that's, that, but we, we, we need to take this vision and write it down so that we can run with it. So that you can run with. You need to write down the vision that God's given you for your life and your family and your future and your 2020. Amen. And, and I'm not talking about the vision you have. I'm talking about the God gave you. And you need to write it down. You need to scribe it down. Come on, somebody. Why? So that you'll be able to run. Come on. So that you'll be able to go forward. So that you'll be able to press in. Amen. And persevere. 
even in a time that's challenging. Did you know that Daniel, he really had to persevere? God didn't just like start showing him everything, amen, oh, just right away in the course of this 21-day fast. In fact, the, you know, are y'all with me? God didn't even move and bring the breakthrough, amen, until the 21st day. And the Bible says, amen, that there was warfare that was going on, that demons, amen, that was coming in and affecting and hindering, amen, the vision from coming to pass in his life. And he had to persevere and he had to not be afraid and he had to be, have courage and press on in order to receive it. Amen. Are y'all with me today? There had, to be some, there, there had to be some wars going on in the heavenlies. Come on. Concerning that vision that God was going to release. And I can promise you if it's a vision from God, there's going to be some wars that are taking place in the heavenlies concerning this. Are y'all with me today? Every, I told y'all before, every single Every single uh, uh, increase, every single elevation, every single blessing that God has given us, amen, in this ministry has come with a fight. It's come with a fight. It's come with a war. It's come, amen, with, with a battle. Are y'all with me today? You know, everything, everything. You're, you're not going to just be handed it here. Take it. If that's the case, you're, you're mistaken. The devil's not going to say, no, just here, let me just hand you and just take a, a, a productive, healthy marriage that, you know what I'm saying, just works perfectly. You think he's not going to fight against that marriage every single bit? He can. I promise you he is. Hello, because that marriage represents the relationship with Christ in the church. Amen. He's going to come against that covenant. Amen. He's going to come against that all he can. Can I get the worship team to come forward? There's going to be a fight, praise the Lord. But you've got to write it down and so, that, so that they can run with it, amen. Starting with yourself and then others, amen. Maybe so that your family can run with it. Maybe so that your wife can run with it. Honey, this is what I, God showed me. This is what I see the vision is for our family. This is what I, I want, you know, this is what God gave me. I want to share it with you. Amen. I want you to look at it. I want you to pray over it. I want you to read it. And then I want you to help me accomplish it. Amen. Are y'all with me today? Kids, this is what I see for us this year. Amen. I see it. Amen. You know, and if we do this, I believe we're going to be blessed and we're going to walk in the fullness of what God has. If we don't, man, we're going to miss out. Amen. So, you know, you share that vision with them. You know? And you're going to have to pray and ask God for the right opportunity to share it. Because if you got anything like I got teenagers, you know what I'm saying? They ain't trying to hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? Are y'all with me? So you got to have a special anointing on it. You got to have a special anointing on that time together. You know? You got to use wisdom when you present things. And you got to have already saturated and gotten it before God in prayer. You say, God, I know you're going to go before me here, move in this situation. And then you look for the right opportunity to, you know, to capitalize, to carry it out. Amen. And then you have to continually read it. Continuously. And then you have to wait for the appointed time of fulfillment. You have to wait for that appointed time. You know, God, God gave me the vision 
And I've told you all this a hundred times, but he gave me the vision. Uh, it's, it's probably been like, it's been eight, over eight years now. Eight, he gave me the vision, right? When were we sitting in there, Adam, in that church? About eight years ago, nine years ago. You know, he gave us the vision. He said, I'll give unto you property. I'll give unto you buildings. I'll give unto you land. Buildings will be built on the land, says the Spirit of the Lord. There'll be much fruitfulness. There'll be much growth. Many ministries will come. Be a part, says the Lord. Amen? Come on. We're at that part in the process where buildings will be built on the land. He's already given us properties. He's given us Maybank. Amen? He's given us this in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. Amen? He's given us land. Come on. Given us buildings, and now buildings are being built on the land. It's the vision. It's the vision. You know, and then we're going to spread out and go to all four corners of the earth. Come on, somebody. Are you all with me today? But I was listening to a preacher. Zechariah had given, turned me on to a preacher. And I was listening to him, and uh, and there was, it was really interesting because he was preaching the same message as what we're preaching. Not the exact same message. But, you know, saying the same message. And uh, I began to listen and there was some things that began to bear witness. You know. And, 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 and as you're praying over these next 21 days and this next couple of months concerning your life. I want you to be praying, you know, for the things, you know, that you want to see in your personal life. But I want you to be praying and see how God wants to begin to use you in this next season coming up in the kingdom of God. Come on. And then whenever God shows it to you, I want you to pray that God shows it to us. To your pastors. Come on. You know what I mean? Because there's, it's going to be necessary. We can't, you can't have expansion and growth without having, you know, without having more, more souls held. You know, the Bible says that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will bring the laborers. Amen. Come on, somebody. And we, we want to make an impact in a mighty way. There's not a limit. There's not a limit to this vision. There's not a limit to it. Come on, somebody. Amen. There's not. And, and so I, I want you to do that. But the word, amen, that God had given this pastor for this year is really the word that he had given me for this year for us. And what was that word, Zechariah? The word for this year is stronger. Come on. Stronger. In other words, there's going to be a time where God's going to just bring an increase. I believe in it. Where he's just going to begin to flood the church, amen. He's going to flood the homes, amen, with souls. He's already doing it in the homes. He's going to begin to do that, okay. But first, each and every one of us, amen, we're going to have to get stronger. We're going to have to get stronger as a body of Christ. We're going to have to get stronger as a church family. We're going to have to get stronger as men and women of God. We're going to have to get stronger in our dedication to God, our dedication to serve, our dedication to lay down our life, our dedication to go forward. We're going to have to get stronger in our marriages. We're going to have to get stronger, amen, with our kids. We're going to have to get stronger. Come on, somebody. Amen. We got to get stronger. And, and when we get stronger, then I believe God's going to move us into, amen, into, into, into the next season of, 
of, of, of mind-blowing increase. Come on. Like, like it says, strengthen your stakes. It's time to strengthen our stakes. Come on. We got to strengthen them. Are y'all with me today? Strengthen them. You guys are the stakes. You are the men and women of God that God wants to use going into this next season and in order to make a great impact in the kingdom. Every one of you. Amen. So I would love to have, you know, the, God just flood the doors with the church members. I'd love that. But I believe God wants to strengthen us first in order to be prepare us to receive that increase so that the nets don't break. Are y'all with me today? Come on, stand to your feet this morning. And I believe over the course of this next 21 days that God's going to give you a vision, amen? That God's going to show you some things. That he's going to speak to you. That he's going to speak to you. And I'm going to be praying fervently for each and every one of you. So as they dim the lights, if you'll just lift your hands to heaven for just a moment. Father, we just come to you today in the name of Jesus. Father, we just ask you, Lord God, just to pour out your spirit. Father, just pour out, God, your vision upon us. Lord, let us have our eyes lifted up to you, God. Let us have our ears tuned into you, my King. And let us hear what you have for us in this season coming forth, Lord God. But Father, I just ask that you strengthen every man, a woman, and child in here in such a way, Lord God, where they just, Lord, where they are unmovable, where they are unshakable, where God, nothing that comes against them, God, will prosper, God. Where God, they will be pillars in your kingdom and in your church, Lord Jesus. Come, my King, and have your way today. Come, Lord God, and loose it in their lives, God. Raise them up in such a way, God, where you can begin to use them and send them out into their destiny. Father, we thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's worship the King this morning.